Hi there, I'm your friend Sanjay Bakshi, the urban storyteller from New Delhi, India. I'm presented with another beautiful short story for all of you, titled Bholi, written by Shri K. A. Abbas. From her very childhood, Bholi was neglected at home. But why did her teacher take special interest in her? Did Bholi measure up to her teacher's expectation? Her name was Solekha, but since her childhood, everybody had been calling her Bholi, the simple Latin. She was the fourth daughter of Nambada Ramlal. When she was 10 months old, she had fallen off the cot on her head, and perhaps it had damaged some part of her brain. That's why she was, she remained a backward child and came to be known as Bholi, the simpleton. At birth, the child was very fair and pretty. But when she was two years old, she had an attack of smallpox. Only the eyes were saved, but the entire body was permanently disfigured by deep black pockmox. Little Suleika could not speak till she was five, and when she, and when at last she learned to speak, she started stammering. The other children often made fun of her and mimicked her. As a result, she talked very little. Ramlal had seven kids, three sons and four daughters. The youngest of them was Bholi. It was a prosperous farmer's household and there was plenty to eat and drink. All the children except Bholi were healthy and strong. The sons had been sent to the city to study in school and later in colleges. Of the daughters, Radha, the eldest, had been married. The second daughter, Mangla, was also married. And Ramlan would think of the third, Champa. They were good-looking, healthy girls, and it was not difficult to find bridegrooms for them. But Ramlal was actually worried about Bholi. She had neither good looks nor intelligence. Bholi was seven years old when Mangla was married. The same year, a primary school for girls was opened in their village. The Tehsildar came to perform its opening ceremony. He said to Ramlal, as a revenue official, you are the representative of the government in the village and you must set an example to the villagers. You must send your daughters to school. That night when Ramlal consulted his wife, she cried, Are you crazy? If girls go to school, who will marry them? But Ramlal had not the courage to disobey the Tehsildar. At last he told his wife, I will tell you what to do. Send Bholi to school. As it is there a little chance of her getting married with her ugly face and lack of sense. Let the teacher at the school worry about her. The next day Ramlal caught Bholi by hand and said to her, Come with me, I will take you to the school. Bholi was frightened. She did not know what a school was like. She remembered how a few days ago their old cow Lakshmi had been turned off the house and sold. No, 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 she shouted in terror and pulled her hand away from her father's grip. What's the matter with you fool? shouted Ramlal. I'm only taking you to the school. 
Then he told his wife, let her wear some decent clothes today or else what will the teacher and other school girls think of us? New clothes had never been made for Holi. The old dresses for her sisters were passed on to her. No one cared to mend or wash her clothes. But today she was lucky to receive a clean dress which had shrunk after many washings and no longer fitted Champa. She was even bathed and oil was rubbed into her dry and matted hair. Only then did she begin to believe that she was being taken to a place better than her home. When they reached the school, the children were already in their classrooms. Ramlal handed over the daughter to the headmistress. Left alone, the poor girl looked about her with fear-laden eyes. There were several rooms and in each room, girls like her squatted on mats, reading from books or riding on the slates. The headmistress, the headmistress asked Bholi to sit down in a corner in one of the classrooms. Bholi did not know what exactly a school was like and what happened there, but she was glad to find so many girls almost of her own age present there. She hoped that one of these girls might become her friend. The lady teacher who was in the class was saying something to the girls, but Bholi could understand nothing. She looked at the pictures on the wall, the colors fascinated her. The horse was brown, just like the horse on which the Tehsildar had come to visit their village. The goats were black, like the goats in their neighborhood. The parrot was green, just like the parrot she had been seeing in the mango orchard. And the cow was just like their Lakshmi. And suddenly Bholi noticed that the teacher was standing by her side, smiling at her. What's your name, my dear? Bholi. She could stammer no further than that. Then she began to cry and tears flowed from her eyes in a helpless flood. She kept her head down as she sat in a corner, not daring to look up at the girls who she knew were still laughing at her. When the school bell rang, all the girls ran out of the classroom, but Bholi dared not leave her corner, her head still lowered. She kept on sobbing, Bholi, the teacher's voice was soft and soothing. In all her life, she had never been called like that. It touched her heart. Get up, said the teacher. It was not a command, but a friendly suggestion. Bholi got up from her place. Now, tell me your name. Sweat broke out over her whole body. Would her stammering turn again disgrace her? For the sake of this kind woman, however, she decided to make an effort. She had such a soothing voice, she would not laugh at her. Bholi, she began to stammer. Well done, well done, the teacher encouraged her. Come on now, tell me your full name. Bholi, at last she was able to say and felt relieved. It was a great achievement. Well done. The teacher patted her affectionately and said, Put the fear out of your heart, my dear, and you will be able to speak like everyone else. Bholi looked up as if to ask, 
Really? Yes, yes, it will be very easy. Just come to school every day. Will you come? Polly nodded. No, say it aloud. Yes, and Polly herself was astonished that she had been able to say it. Didn't I tell you? Now take this book. The book was full of nice pictures and the pictures were in color. Dog, cat, goat, horse, parrot, tiger and a cow just like Lakshmi. And with every picture was a word in big black letters. In one month you'll be able to read this book. Then I'll give you a bigger book. Then a still bigger one. In time you will be more learned than anybody else in the village. Then no one will ever be able to laugh at you. People will listen to you with respect and you will be able to speak without the slightest tremor. Understand? Now go home and come back early tomorrow morning. Bholi felt as if suddenly all the bells in the village temple were ringing and the trees in front of the schoolhouse had blossomed into big red flowers. Her heart was throbbing with a new hope and a new life. Thus the years passed. The village become, became a small town, the little primary school became a high school. There were, was now a cinema under a tin shed and a cotton ginning mill. The mill train, the mail train began to stop at the railway station. One night after dinner, Ramlal said to his wife, then shall I accept Bishamba's proposal? Yes, certainly, his wife said. Bholi will be lucky to get such a well-to-do bridegroom, a big shop, a house of their own, and I hear several thousand rupees in the bank. Moreover, he is not asking for any dowry. That's right, but he is not so young, you know, almost the same age as I am. And he also limps. Moreover, the children from his first wife are quite grown up. So what does it matter? His wife replied, 45 or 55, it hardly matters. It is no great age for a man. We are lucky that he is from another village and does not know about her bookmarks and her lack of sense. If we don't accept the proposal, she may remain unmarried all her life. Yes, but I wonder what Bholi will say. What will that witless one say? She is a dumb cow. Maybe you are right, muttered Ramlal. In the other corner of the courtyard, Bholi lay awake on her cot listening to her parents whispered conversation. Bishamba Nath was a well-to-do grocer. He came with a big party of friends and relations with him for the wedding. A brass band playing a popular tune from an Indian film headed the procession. With the bridegroom riding a decorated horse, Ram Lal was overjoyed to see such pomp and splendor. He had not 
dreamt that his fourth daughter would have such a grand wedding. Bholi's elder sisters who had come for the occasion were envious of her luck. When the auspicious moment came, the priest said, bring the bride. Bholi, clad in a red silk bridal dress, was led to the bride's place near the sacred fire. Galen, the bride, one of the friends, prompted Bishambarnath. The bridegroom lifted the garland of the yellow marigolds. A woman slipped back the silken wheel from the bride's face. Bishamba took a quick glance. The garland remained poised in his hands. The bride suddenly pulled down the veil over her face. Have you seen her? said Bishamba to the friend next to him. She has pock marks on her face. So what? You are not young either. Maybe if I am to marry her, her father must give me 5,000 rupees. Ramlal went and placed his turban, his honor at Bishamba's feet. Do not humiliate me so. Take 2,000 rupees. No. 5,000 or we are leaving. Be a little considerate, please. If you go back, I can never show my face in the entire village. Then, out with 5,000. Tears streaming down his face. Ramlal went in, opened the safe and counted out the notes. He placed the bundle at the bridegroom's feet. On Bishamba's greedy face appeared a triumphant smile. He had gambled and won. Give me the garland, he announced. Once again, the wheel was slipped back from the bride's face. But this time, her eyes were not downcast. She was looking up, looking straight at the prospective husband. And in her eyes, there was neither anger nor hate, only cold contempt. Bishamba raised to the garland to place it around the bride's neck. But before he could do so, Bholi's hand struck out uh, like a streak of lightning and the garland was flung into the fire. She got up, threw away the wheel. Pitaji, said Bholi in a clear, loud voice. And her father, mother, sister, brothers, relatives and neighbors were startled to hear her speak without even the slightest tremor. Pitaji, take back your money. I'm not going to marry a man like him. Ramlal was thunderstruck. Guest began to whisper, So shameless girl, so ugly and so shameless. Bholi, are you crazy? shouted Ramlal. You want to disgrace your family? You want to bring a bad name to your father? Have some regard for our Izzat Betty. For the sake of your Izzat, said Bholi, I'm willing to marry this lame old man, but I will not have such a mean, greedy and contemptible coward as my husband. I won't, I won't, I won't. What a shameless girl. We all thought she was a harmless dumb cow. Bholi turned violently on the old woman. Yes, auntie, you are right. You all thought I was dumb driven cow. That's why you wanted to hand me over to this heartless old creature. But now the dumb cow, the stammering fool is speaking. Do you want to hear more? Bishambarnath, the grocer, started to go back with his party. The confused bandsman 
thought this was the end of the ceremony and struck up a closing song ramlal stood rooted to the ground his head bowed low with the weight of grief and shame the flames of the sacred fire slowly died down everybody was gone ramlal turned to bholi and said but what about you no one will ever marry you now what shall we do with you and soleka said in a voice that was calm and steady don't you worry pitaji in your old age i will serve you and ma i will teach in the same school where i learned so much isn't that right ma'am the teacher had all along stood in one corner watching the drama yes bholi of course she replied and her smiling eyes was the light of deep satisfaction that an artist feels when contemplating the completion of her masterpiece thank you this was a short story titled bholi written by k a abbas and narrated by your friend sanjeev bakshi the urban storyteller from new delhi thank you stay happy blessed and choice Hi there I'm your friend Sanjeev Bakshi the urban storyteller from New Delhi India I'm presented with another beautiful short story for all of you titled Bholi written by Shri K A Abbas From her very childhood Bholi was neglected at home but why did her teacher take special interest in her did Bholi measure up to her teacher's expectation Her name was Soleika but since her childhood everybody had been calling her Bholi the simple Latin She was the fourth daughter of Nambada Ramlal when she was 10 months old she had fallen off the cot on her head and perhaps it had damaged some part of her brain that's why she was she remained a backward child and came to be known as Bholi the simple Latin At birth the child was very fair and pretty but when she was 2 years old she had an attack of smallpox only the eyes were saved but the entire body was permanently disfigured by deep black pockmox little suleika could not speak till she was 5 and when she and when at last she learned to speak she started stammering the other children often made fun of her and mimicked her As a result she talked very little. Ramlal had seven kids, three sons and four daughters. The youngest of them was Bholi. It was a prosperous farmer's household and there was plenty to eat and drink. All the children except Bholi were healthy and strong. The sons had been sent to the city to study in school and later in colleges. of the daughters rather the eldest had been married the second daughter mangla was also married and ramlal would think of the third champa they were good looking healthy girls and it was not difficult to find bridegrooms for them but ramlal was actually worried about bholi 
She had neither good looks nor intelligence. Bholi was 7 years old when Mangla was married. The same year a primary school for girls was opened in their village. The tehsildar came to perform its opening ceremony. He said to Ramlal as a revenue official, "You are the representative of the government in the village and you must set an example to the villagers. You must send your daughters to school." That night when Ramlal consulted his wife, she cried, "Are you crazy? If girls go to school, who will marry them?" But Ramlal had not the courage to disobey the tehsildar. At last he told his wife, "I will tell you what to do. Send Bholi to school as it is there a little chance of her getting married." with her ugly face and lack of sense let the teacher at the school worry about her the next day ramlal caught bholi by hand and said to her come with me i will take you to the school bholi was frightened she did not know what a school was like she remembered how a few days ago their old cow lakshmi had been turned off the house and sold No 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 she shouted in terror and pulled her hand away from her father's grip What's the matter with you fool shouted Ramlal I'm only taking you to the school then he told his wife let her wear some decent clothes today or else what will the teacher and other schools uh, school girls think of us New clothes had never been made for Bholi the old dresses for her sisters were passed on to her no one cared to mend or wash her clothes but today she was lucky to receive a clean dress which had shrunk after many washings and no longer fitted champa she was even bathed and oil was rubbed into her dry and matted hair only then did she begin to believe that she was being taken to a place better than her home when they reached the school the children were already in their classrooms ramlal handed over the daughter to the headmistress left alone the poor girl looked about her with fear-laden eyes there were several rooms and in each room girls like her squatted on mats reading from books or riding on the slates the headmistress the headmistress asked bholi to sit down in a corner in one of the classrooms bholi did not know what exactly a school was like and what happened there but she was glad to find so many girls almost of her own age present there she hoped that one of these girls might be, become her friend The lady teacher who was in the class was saying something to the girls but Bholi could understand nothing. She looked at the pictures on the wall the colors fascinated her. The house was brown just like the horse on which the tehsildar had come to visit their village. The goats were black like the goats in their neighborhood. The parrot was green just like the parrot she had been seeing in the mango orchard and the cow was just like their lakshmi. And suddenly Bholi noticed that the teacher was standing by her side smiling at her. "What's your name, my dear?" "Bholi." She could stammer no further than that. Then she began to cry and tears flowed from her eyes in a helpless flood. 
she kept her head down as she sat in a corner not daring to look up at the girls who she knew were still laughing at her when the school bell rang all the girls ran out of the classroom but bholi dared not leave her corner her head still lowered she kept on sobbing bholi the teacher's voice was soft and soothing in all her life she had never been called like that it touched her heart get up said the teacher it was not a command but a friendly suggestion bholi got up from her place now tell me your name sweat broke out over her whole body would her stammering tone again disgrace her for the sake of the kind woman however she decided to make an effort she had such a soothing voice she would not laugh at her bully she began to stammer well done well done the teacher encouraged her come on now tell me your full name bholi at last she was able to say and felt relieved it was a great achievement well done the teacher patted her affectionately and said put the fear out of your heart my dear and you will be able to speak like everyone else bholi looked up as if to ask really yes yes it will be very easy just come to school every day will you come bholi nodded no say it aloud yes and bholi herself was astonished that she had been able to say it didn't i tell you now take this book the book was full of nice pictures and the pictures were in color dog cat goat horse parrot tiger and a cow just like lakshmi and with every picture was a word in big black letters in one month you'll be able to read this book then i'll give you a bigger book then a still bigger one in time you will be more learned than anybody else in the village then no one will ever be able to laugh at you people will listen to you with respect and you will be able to speak without the slightest tremor understand now go home and come back early tomorrow morning bholi felt as if suddenly all the bells in the village temple were ringing and the trees in front of the school house had blossomed into big red flowers her heart was throbbing with a new hope and a new life thus the years passed the village become became a small town the little primary school became a high school there were was now a cinema under a tin shed and a cotton ginning mill the mill train the mail train began to stop at the railway station one night after dinner ramlal said to his wife then shall i accept bishamba's proposal Yes certainly his wife said Bholi will be lucky to get such a well to do bridegroom a big shop a house of their own and i hear several thousand rupees in the bank moreover he is not asking for any dowry that's right but 
he is not so young you know almost the same age as i am and he also limps moreover the children from his first wife are quite grown up so what does it matter his wife replied 45 or 55 it hardly matters it is no great age for a man we are lucky that he is from another village and does not know about her bookmarks and her lack of sense if we don't accept the proposal she may remain unmarried all her life yes but i wonder what bholi will say what will that witless one say she is a dumb cow maybe you are right muttered ramlal in the other corner of the courtyard bholi lay awake on her cot listening to her parents whispered conversation bishambhanath was a well to do grocer he came with a big party of friends and relations with him for the wedding a brass band playing a popular tune from an indian film headed the procession with a bridegroom riding a decorated horse ramlal was overjoyed to see such pomp and splendor he had not dreamt that his fourth daughter would have such a grand wedding bholi's elder sisters who had come for the occasion were envious of her luck when the auspicious moment came the priest said bring the bride bholi clad in a red silk bridal dress was led to the bride's place near the sacred fire galen the bride one of the friends prompted bishambarnath the bridegroom lifted the garland of the yellow marigolds a woman slipped back the silken veil from the bride's face bishambar took a quick glance the garland remained poised in his hands the bride suddenly pulled down the veil over her face have you seen her said bishambar to the friend next to him she has pock marks on her face so what you are not young either maybe if i am to marry her her father must give me 5000 rupees ramlal went and placed his turban his honor at bishambar's feet do not humiliate me so take 2000 rupees no 5000 or we are leaving be a little considerate please if you go back i can never show my face in the entire village then out with 5000 tears streaming down his face ramlal went in opened the safe and counted out the notes he placed the bundle at the bridegroom's feet on bishambar's greedy face appeared a triumphant smile he had gambled and won give me the garland he announced once again the wheel was slipped back from the bride's face but this time her eyes were not downcast she was looking up looking straight at the prospective husband and in her eyes there was neither anger nor hate only cold contempt bishambar raised the garland to place it around the bride's neck but before he could do so bholi's hand struck out uh, like a streak of lightning and the garland was flung into the fire she got up threw away the wheel pitaji said bholi in a clear loud voice 
and her father mother sister brothers relatives and neighbors were startled to hear her speak without even the slightest tremor pitaji take back your money i'm not going to marry a man like him ramlal was thunderstruck the guest began to whisper so shameless girl so ugly and so shameless bholi are you crazy shouted ramlal you want to disgrace your family you want to bring a bad name to your father have some regard for our izzat beti for the sake of your izzat said bholi i'm willing to marry this lame old man but i will not have such a mean greedy and contemptible coward as my husband i won't i won't i won't what a shameless girl we all thought she was a harmless dumb cow bholi turned violently on the old woman yes auntie you are right you all thought i was dumb driven cow that's why you wanted to hand me over to this heartless old creature but now the dumb cow the stammering fool is speaking do you want to hear more bishambarnath the grocer started to go back with his party the confused bandsmen thought this was the end of the ceremony and struck up a closing song ramlal stood drooly to the ground his head bowed low with the weight of grief and shame the flames of the sacred fire slowly died down everybody was gone ramlal turned to bholi and said but what about you no one will ever marry you now what shall we do with you and soleika said in a voice that was calm and steady don't you worry pitaji in your old age i will serve you and ma i will teach in the same school where i learned so much isn't that right ma'am the teacher had all along stood in one corner watching the drama yes bholi of course she replied and her smiling eyes was the light of deep satisfaction that an artist feels when contemplating the completion of her masterpiece thank you this was a short story titled bholi written by k a abbas and narrated by your friend sanjeev bakshi the urban storyteller from new delhi thank you stay happy blessed and choice